What's up, everybody? What's up, my lovelies? What's up, listeners? What's up, goblins? What's up, nerds? What's up, my worldly weirdos? You know what time it is. It's time to Mad Gab. What's up, my precious little wild children of the corn? You know what this is. Yes, it's everybody's favorite Friday fiasco, Mad Gab, here on your preferred listening platform. As you know, this show is sliced and diced into three little blobs of nerdy goodness for you to consume after that super long jog you just went on. So, with that said, let's get into it. Monster House. Ever see one of those houses that looks like it has a face? And sometimes when you look at it at night, it's got sharp teeth and glowing mad eyes? No? Just me? Alright, well, have no fear because it's probably just possessed. Yes, I have another lesser known movie for you guys this week on the Halloween movie countdown. And since this episode is coming out in October, that means we are that much closer than we thought to the spooktacular holiday. Directed by Gil Keenan, Monster House is about a poor teenage boy who discovers a very dark secret about the house across the street. DJ, played by Mitchell Musso, is a nosy teenager with nothing better to do than spy on his terrible, rotten, no-good neighbor, Mr. Nebercracker, played by Steve Buscemi. When DJ goes to get his friend's basketball back from Nebercracker's lung, he's met with the wrath and anger of the old man. While lashing out at DJ for being on his lawn, Nebercracker has a heart attack. In the next few hours, as Nebercracker is hauled away, DJ and his friend Chowder realize the house is coming to life in more ways than one. They plan an infiltration to learn more about the house and kill it after witnessing it devour more than one too many people. What happens during the third act of the movie, however, may surprise you. With niche character tropes played up in a fun and imaginative way, this movie is definitely a diamond in the rough. It was also made in the era of new motion capture technology back in 2006 and has some uncanny valley vibes to its animation style, but other than that, it's very well written and very funny to watch. There are more adult humor jokes in this particular movie than there are kids jokes, and I think that's kind of the fun of it. The older I got and the more I watched this movie, the funnier it became. Give it a try and see if you like it on your own Halloween movie binges this month. Monster House premiered in theaters in 2006 and is available to stream on Netflix. This is a really funny movie. I do tend to watch it during the Halloween season. It's probably something I will watch here in the next couple of weeks, but I do remember it vividly. It is about DJ Chowder and their best friend. I want to say her name is Penny. But they discover that the house is super possessed by something, and they go on this weird kind of Mission Impossible, teenager-style thing about it. But there's very there's some very interesting subplots going on in the entire movie. And like I said, the animation's a bit in the Uncanny Valley range with kind of the proportion style and the animation style itself. But it is definitely worth taking a look at. It is definitely one of those fun kid movies for Halloween. Like, it's it was geared towards kids, but... Adults wouldn't. Adults will enjoy this too. There are some very funny adult jokes that only after you've grown up, after you've gotten past your teenager phases and you've matured, only those jokes are funny to you guys. So I do recommend checking it out. It is available to stream on Netflix. Cyberpunk. 
Cyberpunk 2077, what to expect. Another party I seem to be late to is the Cyberpunk 2077 soiree, but I'm here, so let's talk. For those of you who may not be familiar with the name, Cyberpunk 2077 is a game that was announced back in 2018 at the E3 convention of that year. It's being developed by CD Projekt Red, and its release date is quickly approaching. Since its initial announcement, the devs have been blessing us and keeping us up to date on what the game is going to be about, seeing how it's probably one of the most ambitious projects to be announced in the gaming industry of the last few years. Cyberpunk 2077 is about V, the player, who lives in Night City and is about to take on the riskiest move of all time, stealing a biochip implant that grants you eternal life. This is a quote from the direct website of cyberpunk2077.net. You are one of the many cyberpunks in Night City, decked to the nines with cybernetic enhancements and equipped to the teeth to take on any and all of the gangs that may be coming your way. There's no telling what story was going to play out for you. You'll have allies along the way, of course, the first one being a man and best friend named Jackie, an always loyal sidekick there for you through thick and thin. He appears in all of the trailers, well, almost all of the trailers, and he is definitely going to be one of your biggest compadres. There are others that you may encounter along the way, but be wary who you make friends and foes with. Like I said, many gangs, enemies, allies, and a whole city that is your playground. This open-world sci-fi adventure will be coming to consoles and PC as of November 19th of this year. Guys, if you guys don't remember the E3 2018 convention where they did announce this, please go check that out. It was definitely a wonderful announcement. Keanu Reeves is there because he's in the game. He plays one of the major characters that you will come across during your travels. He plays Johnny Silverhand, the super cool rock and roll ghost. Uh, I don't know too much about the plot, like I said, but go to cyber cyberpunk2077.net, I think is the website. And you should definitely check out kind of more. They have all of the stuff that you need to know about the upcoming game on there. Lots of great trailers that give away a lot of cool stuff because I don't want to get too much into it, but I do want to urge you to go check it out yourself because it is definitely a really cool sci-fi adventure. Like I said, it's one of the most ambitious projects. Uh, even when the initial gameplay trailer dropped back at the E3 convention in 2018, it was stunning. Like, it's open world, you get massive custom uh, character customization, you get romance options, I believe is what they said. Uh, you get allies, you get tons of cool NPCs to go with, and you get a couple of different initial starts. You get a couple of different backgrounds for your character. So it's going to be a very interesting story, honestly. It's going to be a very interesting story to be taking on. And it is just a shy hair shorter than The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt, which, if you guys know, that is a huge game. So this is definitely a game that is definitely a game to be lived up to. And I hope I I'm hoping for CD Projekt Red that this is going to be a stellar game. I don't doubt that it will that it won't be. But please, guys, go check out Cyberpunk 2077. Go do some digging on your own. Please check it out. <laughs> project. Holy heck, you guys, I just watched this movie and I understand completely why there was so much hype over it. I know, I know, I'm a little late to this party too, but Promare is an incredible movie worth every single penny you will spend on it. 
from the absolutely stunning talents of animation studio Trigger, the same that brought us golden gems such as Garen Lagen and Kill a Kill, Promare is their first feature-length film. This movie is stunning and impactful down to its very core. We follow the fast-paced story of the world of Promopolis, a city founded after the discovery of a mutated race of humans known as the Burnish. These Burnish have the ability to control and manipulate fire. However, when they first appeared, they were unable to stop from burning two-thirds of the world's population. Thusly, the city of Promopolis was founded on the notion of firefighting and stopping these Burnish from running rampant. We follow the idiot with the heart of gold and fighting spirit, Galotimos, a fi firefighter who wants nothing more than to take down the fire-wielding quote-unquote terrorist group known as the Mad Burnish. Leader of said group, Leo Fotia, wants nothing more than to protect his people and help them escape the clutches of a city that wants nothing to do with their kind. With underlying tones of global warming issues and not-so-underlying tones of racism and governmental subterfuge, this movie is a hell of a story and is probably one of my top five favorite films of all time from here on out. The cel-shaded neon 80s color scheme is gorgeous and I could watch it for hours. The fluid animation and stylistic choice of characters and scenery, flawless. Please, please go watch this movie. The story is fantastic with it being a faster-paced film. It's super easy to get into. The first 20 minutes of the film is a brilliantly animated fight scene that establishes kind of everything that you need to know right off of the bat, so it really doesn't leave you hanging. But the movie also is two hours long, so there is a lot of mysteries that you will come across during the entirety of the film. Rest assured, you will not be left disappointed or bored while watching this film. Primera originally came out in 2019 only in Japan, but since has been released to other countries and is available to watch on Amazon Prime, Apple TV, Google Play, Vudu, and YouTube. Please, 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 please go check this movie out. Pro Mare is an exceptionally gorgeous movie. It is stunning down to its very core. Like I said, it's got this very neon cell-shaded 80s color scheme with these vibrant greens and purples, and it is just absolutely stunning, but it's also mixed very well with 3D animation, like uh, higher-end 3D animation style for the fight scenes and for the larger scenes that uh, you will come across. I'm not going to spoil it because, granted, yes, it's been out for a year, but it is so good. It is so good. I could rant and rave about this movie for hours and hours on end, but I'm not going to because that would be too long, and I don't want to make this show too long, even though I probably should, but whatever. Anyway, Promare, uh, the characters are fantastic. All of the characters that you come across, the background characters, the main, the highlighted characters, the main characters. Uh, Gallo is definitely the idiot with a heart of gold. Uh, and Trigger definitely has their character tropes that they have. You know, they're, they're very stylistic character types because Gallo looks a lot like, if you guys have ever seen Garen Logan, uh, he looks like Kamina from Garen Logan. He's got that same kind of like mad fighting spirit, but he's like the idiot with the heart of gold. He's a himbo to the umph degree, and he's definitely very worthy of being one of the main characters of this particular movie. And so is Leo Fotia, who is highlighted as an antagonist, but definitely isn't, especially when you kind of learn more of the subplots that are going on in the movie, with the Burnish being very not accepted in the entirety of the community it is it's sad to see but leo fotia is definitely one of my favorite characters out of the entire film because not only is his design very like 
super clean, I guess is a good word for it. Uh, he's also just a very like elegant character. He's very, he knows what he wants. He knows what he's going to do. And even when he gets confused, he's like, all right, I think I have a plan. We're going to do this. So please go check out Promare. Like I said, it's on Amazon Prime, Apple TV, Google Play, Vudu, and YouTube. Random fact of the day. Yes, we are winding down for the day here, but did you know that the little girl from The Ring is also Lilo? Yes, the actress who played Samara in the titular 2002 movie, The Ring, is also the voice behind Lilo from Lilo and Stitch. Not only that, she also voiced the character Chihiro from the Academy Award-winning movie, Spirited Away. The more you know. Thanks everyone so much again for stopping by. If you want to hear something or suggest a topic for me to cover, send me a message on the Mad Gab Facebook page or leave me an email at madgabpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening and stay tuned next week for some more nerdy nonsense. Stay weird, everyone. If you like the show and want updates on future episodes slash content, please check out the Mad Gab Facebook page link in the description and give us a like or a follow. Thanks again for tuning in.